This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listeners, after a long hiatus, a long pandemic winter, we're excited to share that we will be coming back to host a live show December 9th at Caveat in New York City at 9.30 p.m. You can find tickets at girlsonporn.com. And listen, if you're not in New York City, you can also get tickets and watch it via live stream. Details also available at girlsonporn.com. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a gorgeous little segment for you today. 69 Seconds of Sex News. We've pulled headlines from the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. The infamous Spanish bishop who quit the Catholic Church after falling in love with a satanic erotic fiction writer has found a new job, exporting pig semen. While it's unclear exactly what role Novell has taken up with the company, the Catholic clergy are reportedly outraged by the ex-bishop's bizarre new career move, claiming he is possessed and is masturbating pigs. Given the biblical history of Jesus exercising demons from people into pigs, they're actually not that far off base. Breaking snooze, we've gone from a slutty summer to a flaccid fall. According to a study published by Match, 81% of single men said sex is now less important than it was for them in pre-pandemic times. The stat on lackluster libidos is thanks to a perfect storm of biological and societal challenges brought on by COVID. A scientist on the project said you can't shut down a planet and expect people's physiology to remain the same. We all suffered, dopamine plummeted, testosterone plummeted, sex is less important. Well, straight ladies, you know what that means. Call me. I'm bisexual and open for business. <laughs> a Michigan man is accused of placing pipe bombs outside cell phone stores as a part of a crusade to halt telecommunications that contain immoral content, such as cursing and pornography. John Douglas Allen was allegedly caught on camera placing homemade explosive packages outside an AT&T store in Sault Ste. Marie and a Verizon store in Sheboygan. The alleged would-be vigilante then left threatening letters that demanded that software be updated to stop the spread of porn and vulgarity. As a former youper, I have to say I'm personally offended that this man was trying to destroy my favorite pastimes. A Taiwanese math teacher is using Pornhub to reach more students, and he isn't even taking off his clothes. Chong Su appears fully dressed in all of his 230 videos as he imparts his number-crunching wisdom in Mandarin. He admitted that most of his viewers likely weren't in the market for math, but said his unique strategy has helped him attract many new students. Chang said, I asked myself where to find my target students, say, college boys, and the answer popped out. 
adult video platforms. I'm sure that someone still managed to wank to some of that math, though. Hmm, Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> wow, math. Math is kind of... No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let that go. <laughs> it's not horny. I was going to be like, maybe, but then no. Nothing moved when I said it in my... Nothing moved in my crotch, so... Uh, speaking of nothing moving in your crotch, <laughs> chastity cage is the topic. Uh-huh. Uh, we've had a lot of people write in to, to, to cover this? this topic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize. I didn't know it was oh, yeah. so popular. We've had a few people ask us to, co- to cover it. So I, I was excited because um, I was not knowledgeable on the subject before researching for this episode. And uh, I'm just uh, slightly more <laughs> after. Yeah, I would say I now have a working knowledge, but mm-hmm. wouldn't call myself well-read. Certainly mm-hmm. learned a lot. Certainly covered right. a lot of ground. Plenty more to learn, always. For those of you who aren't familiar, a male chastity cage is a device used to fulfill the desires of those with the fetish for chastity and orgasm control. Uh, it prevents a man from getting an erection and therefore controls his ability to masturbate or even have sex and orgasms. It's a very popular fetish in BDSM. Chastity cages worn by men over their genitals are safe to use. Um, however, obviously, play responsibly and with defined limits and full consent of everyone taking part. Yeah, um, I'll just come out of the gate confessing that I still had this very archaic, like, lady in a chastity belt image. Like, you say chastity cage, and I still think of, like, Robin Hood men in tights Mm -hmm. and not the actual BDSM devices that are much, much more common than any uh, image of, like, medieval torture devices. uh, Right. Partially because those medieval torture devices are largely a myth. (laughs) Yes. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that they were not... That they weren't real. Yeah. So there is, it's sort of a like, it's a little bit like debated in the academic community, but like by and large, there is a total, like there's like a lack of proof that these, that anything like that would have existed as far back as medieval times. Um, Right. Yeah. We start to see things in the like 17th century, but it's like Mm -hmm. incredibly rare. And there's just not much evidence that anyone actually put these things into practice. Right. Yeah. People thought people thought it was like the the Crusades, you know. Yes. Uh, when like a knight left for the Holy Lands, and that his lady would wear a chastity belt to, you know, stay Prove faithful. Prove her faithfulness. Yeah. Yes. Or and prevent rape. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of just thrown into the yeah. mix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, it's they weren't research suggests this is from Wikipedia, but research suggests that it, they weren't used until the 16th century, mm-hmm. and very rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they first became widely available in the form of 19th century anti-masturbation medical devices. Yes. And even yeah. that, like, doesn't seem to be, like, mm-hmm. like popular or, like, readily available. It's just more verified that, like, oh, yeah, some people were yeah. making these and uh, there was, like, some use of it, but it wasn't profoundly popular. Yeah. But it's just kind of, like, based on a myth. And people always kind of quote this this book, the uh, Bella Fortis, which is a 1405 book that had designs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had, like, a design for a chastity belt. And there was also, like, drawings and things like that. But a lot of these things were, like, ideas, you know. Yeah, a lot of it was, real. like, this is an yeah. invisibility cloak. And yeah, so, like, like, we have like, as much this verification. Be a cool yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Um, but that's and then they were obviously we have them in museums now, but they were made in the in the 1700s or the 1800s based mm-hmm. on the misunderstanding that they were ever serious yeah. <laughs> or effective. This is fun. And also from Wikipedia that Renaissance mm-hmm. chastity belts were said to have had padded linings to prevent mm. large areas of metal from coming into direct prolonged contact with the skin. And these had to be changed fairly frequently so that such belts were not practical for uninterrupted long term wear. Yeah. Um, and could have caused genitourinary infection, abrasive mm. wounds, sepsis, and eventual death. Ooh. So, yeah, people aren't, like, running around wearing these long-term. No, no. Um, but you can now, because they're made out of, like, titanium, stainless steel, plastic, things like that. Mm-hmm. And people can wear them for day up to days at a time, but obviously... Don't start off trying to do that. Yeah. Um, Last horrifying, like, piece of history thing. Oh, God. Great. (laughs) Give me it. In 1889, a leather and iron belt was found by Anton Pachinger, a German collector of antiquities, um, in the grave on a skeleton of a, in a grave on a skeleton of a young woman. The woman was reportedly buried in the 16th century, but he was never able to, like, track what that would have been. So there's just mysteriously this woman from the 16th century, like, buried in a chastity belt. So I'm like, that's a detail I'll put in a TV script someday. Right. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, And uh, there was an interesting article on For Men's Health by Abby Moss, but like why is uh, men explain why wearing a chastity cage turns them on. Um, And it has a little quote actually from Gigi Engel, who's like a a sexpert um, and uh, that... uh, I really love. Uh, And she says, it comes in part from a desire to give over control to escape from your role. One of the reasons this kink is so popular but still taboo is that we're afraid of that dynamic. We're afraid still of female control and dominance. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is so true. Um, And uh, basically, you know, if you're giving up, you're you're relinquishing the control, you're, um, it's, there's humiliation at play. Mm -hmm. Super, super, submissive um thing to do obviously to like prevent yourself from getting hard or orgasming and and yeah. actually physically give the key to someone else and to give a visual to folks who don't know i mean chastity cages for dicks can come in all shapes and sizes like you said they're yeah. commonly like plastic or mm-hmm. something other than metal but there are plenty of like ornate like stainless steel cages and the idea is that like it's actually for the for a flaccid cock, so like you get your little guy in there, yeah, and then so it also like prevents morning wood or like becomes yes. like uh, has a very specific, often uncomfortable sensation uh, when you're aroused or like your dick mm-hmm. is like pushing against the cage. So right, right, yeah, it kind of like hooks around behind your balls to prevent it from like you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you have to pee in it, so you have to sit down to pee. Yeah, so like one of the <laughs> if you're articles, gonna wear it for extended time. Yeah, know? one of the articles that Maddie pulled is um, was about like how to put one on, and there mm-hmm. were two methods, like just the standard method, and then the like stocking method, which is like mm-hmm. you take like a knee high stocking basically and put that on the dick, like fold it over first, so that you can like pull that like so that once the actual cage is on, you can pull the stocking down. And then off and sort of position the dick so that the your like urethra is poking right out the edge of it so that you can still pee without like getting pee on the inside of the right. cage. Right. So these are logistics that somebody yeah. thought about and we appreciate you. 
it makes sense, you know, like the idea. It just really in, in like solidifies and heightens the dynamic in a dom sub mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you quite know, commonly I mean, femdom, love, but can be anything. And yeah, people I mean, love any sexuality. Yeah, um, you know, orgasm denial in general, things like that, ruined orgasms. So if you're mm-hmm. into humiliation play, like I think this is, this could be something exciting for you. Um, there was also a, a cool article that I found um, from this blog called Ruffled Sheets, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, that the definition that I gave at the top of the show is from Kinkley from Kara Sutra. And she's got a, her own little personal blog. And I think um, this was some one of her subs who's into chastity play and he has some tips and tricks. Um, basically, uh like don't just start going the whole hog (laughs) try (laughs) abstaining from orgasms so it's a big change in itself to to put on a cage Mm -hmm. so um like try abstaining for a few days first and then like wear it around for um a few hours because like your skin is not is not going to be used to this yeah um so don't go like trying to like start sleeping in this thing Mm -hmm. um prep your skin trim your pubes don't be Mm. Entirely hairless your first time because it will cause irritation. You know, cropped hair will prevent it from being tangled up in the device. Put a little lube on there to prevent Mm -hmm. chafing. Um, Keep a spare key. (laughs) (laughs) Very important. I think we covered this in uh, a sex sex news a while back, but there was an incident where like hackers were locking up chastity cages that were linked to like like there was a specific... Security breach, like loophole, yeah. these hackers found and were sending text messages to people who own these chastity cages connected to apps and connected to the yeah. internet, saying like your cock is mine. Yeah, uh, which is Yikes. which is funny, you well, know. It now might, it's for to, part to of me, the, yeah, <laughs> to me it's funny because my dick is not currently locked in a chastity cage. I imagine it would be right. absolutely horrifying if you uh, were yeah. in that situation. Also, or hot. You know, or hot, kind of the, yeah. Plus, kind of the point, you know. Hey, you're stranger, giving it to someone yeah. else. Yeah. But I guess, like, not knowing who that person is is yeah. turn horrifying quickly. Right. Also, a great article in Out, uh, written anonymously, like, self-authored by a sub who wears a chastity cage either in submission to specific partners or just generally as a sub and Mm. said that the longest they've gone was uh, 430 days and had a great story about being stopped in the airport wearing a That's over a year. I know. It's a long time to have your dick locked up. Um, (laughs) And, like, talked about, like, getting more comfortable with it and being, like, like, Mm -hmm. even testing the waters on things. Like, maybe I let people see it at the gym and like just kind of trying almost to normalize it or even to like get used mm. used to it themselves for the sake of like I'm a sub in this way and yeah uh was stopped at the airport even though the cage itself was plastic but they, that particular airport had a really sensitive sensor i guess and oh. he was like pulled into a like pulled into i think this is person's pronouns or he i've been saying they cuz i wasn't entirely sure but i'm pretty sure this person <laughs> yeah. refers to themselves as he and was like taken into like basically be interviewed like you know like interrogation the interrogation sure. room at the airport and they were like what is this and like can you take it off he's like I don't have the key so I yeah. can't and like ultimately kind of got like a wink and a have a good day from security yeah. but like had to go through the process of being like this is something I wear for my partners like no I yeah. can't take it off like Ooh, what a wild thing yeah, to have to like address with airport security God know? bless that man you know yeah, yeah. good for him 
He's he's walking so we all can run. Exactly. Destigmatizing so we can yes. all play. Yeah. Get, out, get out there and do it. <laughs> um, Put his money where his dick is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we do the showdown? Let's do it. Okay. Mistress milks a slave in a cage, but the sperm does not flow because of the foreskin. <laughs> so specific. Because of the foreskin. And that's just how the cookie It sounds crumbles. like that person needs help, like, putting it on and, like, adjusting yeah. where their dick exists in right, that cage. Right, Yeah. We should send them that article. <laughs> Come by tickle, unlocked, and his cock can't handle a one-finger tease. Wow. Oh, it just comes immediately. Mm, I wow. guess so. Guess so. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild. That's really wild. But, I mean, that's, like, you know, you put a beast in a cage and... <laughs> <laughs> If handcuffed sub can't come in 10 minutes, it's back in the cock cage. <laughs> Laying down the law. Yeah. Back in the cock cage with you, sir. Yeah. Well, you know, know, know your place. <laughs> <laughs> Chastity release. Cow husband milked for a disappointing amount of semen. <laughs> disappointing. I gotta Cow take this husband? to market? Oh, how am I supposed to sell this? Yeah. I'm gonna sell it for some magic beans. Beans for your dinner. <laughs> Both went to the same place. Uh, little Dicky in its cage like it should be. Locking cuckold. Nice. <laughs> I like Little Dicky because it makes yeah. me think of Lil Dicky, who's, uh-huh. you know, number no one. No otherwise, for, yes. Number one for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Love him. Love Ranked him if he's listening. What, other dicks or no, people? Just like crushes. You know, if he's listening, I'm interested. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a plot twist to me. We'll have to talk about that really? offline. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Locked up small dick loser for my feet. <laughs> you know, you got to do what's best for your feet. Sometimes so you just gotta, yeah, you know, set your priorities and right and follow through. My feet are are definitely above the sub. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, playing along. Okay, so this last one for me is I can't even say it because it's literally like forty-seven question marks. <laughs> is it literally just question marks? There's yeah, no words. It's, it's no words. <laughs> Did you count but the question like, marks? There's like it's like four question marks, then like eight, and then like seven, and then like six, and then. Five and then like eight and then one and like it like looks like it's in the place of like characters or something, but really going for mystery here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. Wow. All right. But it, it but it comes up when you search for Chastity Cage. So that's all you need to know. Great. <laughs> Let's take a break while we ponder that. Okay. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. He begs to come while I beat his swollen balls in chastity with spatula. <laughs> this was uh, taken off of the show, showdown list. It was, yeah. We were like, hey, get this that kid actually... off the bench. Yeah, you're coming you're in for the big You're, coming <laughs> you're the getting big in the game. <laughs> uh, this is from um, Kinky Couple 365. Um, um, some amateur seem to be stars. like an amateur, yeah, amateur mm-hmm. couple on... The aggregates. And boy, is it amateur. (laughs) Yes, we have we have a pretty, a pretty meaningful struggle with production value. Yes. Video. We start on a mirror (laughs) of an ass. Presumably he's filming and she's Mm -hmm. messing with a chastity cage. And then we like swing around to his POV. Yeah, we get a great shot of like a dirty laundry basket. Yes, I also clocked that. <laughs> As we're like swinging around. Myself, the reason I said to myself was, oh, so this is what middle America is doing. Yes. <laughs> You're like just making porn without ring lights. Like it's yeah. also like overhead lighting. Like this right. is their bedroom. They're, we're they're here not with trying them. hard. They're just like, you know, we got, we were in the middle of doing laundry and we got horny. So we started, decided to make this video. <laughs> yeah, we got into this. His face is like covered with a sheet or maybe some yes. of that dirty laundry, presumably. Uh-huh. She's got like a eye mask on. Uh-huh. They're doing, taking measures to uh, conceal their identity. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, and then we just kind of play with this dick and these balls. It's It's a little bit more cock and ball torture than it is anything mm-hmm. else. I would say it skews yes. that direction. Uh-huh. Um, lots of playing with the pre-cum. Yes, lots of, mm-hmm. like, we've got the pre-cum happening. Chastity's already on. Like, we haven't... Yeah. We're not, like, watching it go in. Yeah. Uh, His lots of, balls are so swollen. Mm-hmm. He's got they're maybe massive. big balls and they're swollen. Oh, they're just, like, they look red and veiny and swollen. Like, he's, yes. he's, he's wants to he wants to get out of there and come. Yeah, and pres- I mean, presumably she also might have been, like, playing with his balls already. Because a lot of yeah. this is her, like, she produced so this. Let's just cut right to, like, what we all came for, the spatula. Right. She, like, produces this 
patterned <laughs> spatula? Like, does it have like snowflakes on it? Like, I couldn't I don't know. It looks pause like, yeah, it like and figure holiday. out like what was yeah. on it. It's like maybe a holiday themed spatula. Yeah. And she's like sort of sometimes spanking the tip of his dick, but mostly yes. spanking his balls. Yeah. Like, she, like four <laughs> times. And then she puts that down and then she gets a meat tenderizer. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and just decides to tenderize his balls with it. Yeah. We're just tenderizing balls here. Uh-huh, like, uh huh. And it's very, it's, it's, I mean, it, I also will say that this video is like an exercise in how little balls can withstand because it really is yes. like four smacks and he's like, ah, like I having a big response. Out. Yes. Yeah. And then she switches it out. And that's kind of like the th- general thrust of the video. Yeah. It's she slides the edge of the, like the spatula in like to like the tip of the chastity cage. At one point. <laughs> yeah. But it's a lot of like, um, you know, like playing with the pre-cum and trying to like stimulate the cock through the cage. Yeah. Because a lot of like, I mean, chastity cages are CBT, you know, they are cock and ball torture. Yes, they are. You know, it's a lot, a lot of videos that are about chastity cages. It has to do with like, you know, people like putting Hitachi wands on a chastity cage and just like Mm -hmm. really torturing the person to like give them like a sort of sense of, of... um, stimulation, but just like not enough. Yeah, I guess that's a good point that I sort of said it weird that I was like, this is mostly CBT, CBT, which is always the case with a chastity yeah. cage. But I guess what I was getting at is like, it's like a lot of ball smacking, oh, a lot yeah. less of like teasing it and like arousing it. But I guess yeah. you're right that even arousal is a form of CBT because it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's, so you yeah. can't, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't get yeah. that, that dick up. But yeah. yeah, it was really wild. Like he was like he was really whimpering and I felt for him. I was like, those balls are gonna fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They looked crazy. They looked like the little girl from Violet Beauregard from fucking <laughs> Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Just bright red. <laughs> yes. Instead. She blew up like a fucking blueberry. <laughs> oh baby. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what really else wild. to say about this one. Anything that else really, that yeah. you clocked? Just generally yeah. that I'm like, way to go, Middle America, and like, oh, yeah. uh, DM us so we can like send you a ring light and like. A little... I know, <laughs> but they like they're like so are like avidly not trying to do that. Like they're like, yeah. we aren't even showing our faces. You know, mm-hmm. it does feel purposely be... very amateur. But yeah, yeah I they will just... say that like. Happen to be horny and kinky. <laughs> yes, yeah, and that part of it like totally flies, and a lot of people really love. <sighs> Amateur, yeah. like very inexpertise or like right. inexpert feeling production mm-hmm. value. Part of it for me was like, I can't see. Like, I couldn't yeah, even see what was like on the spatula. And I was like, as long as we're torturing <laughs> yeah. this like cock and balls, I would, I would love to get like a better view of them. Yeah. Right. So that for me was, was why the amateurishness mm-hmm. of it sort of fell short and right. didn't deliver on like what I would have wanted to see, I think, had I been. Here yeah. for the CBT for the chastity cage, but mm-hmm. that's that's my note. Okay, <laughs> do with it what you will. A kinky couple three sixty five. It just makes you think like, oh, this is what the people are doing when they're walking around. Like they're like some when you're next time you're in like a Home Depot, like the man next to you could just have a cat like a chastity cage on. You know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's just wearing it to go to the store, and you have no idea he's devoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to his All mistress. Right. Should we discuss female-led marriage? Yes. Starring Mona yes. Wales and Carlos mm-hmm. Death. Yeah, this is from Mondo Fetiche, who we've talked about before. Did we decide it's Mondo Fetiche? Or did they it's, tell it's us Fetiche. it's pronounced? It's Fetiche. Yeah, they told us Silly that. me. Thank you. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong in my head for months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we decided it was Fetiche. And yeah, like, we liked no, the flourish of that. And they were like, nope. It's, he's like, no, it's Fetiche. <laughs> Great. This is why we ask. 
which yeah. is why we have oh. to check on these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is from um, them with Carlos Death and Mona Wales. And a little synopsis. Um, in this riveting depiction of an alternative lifestyle, manhandling manipulatrix Mona Wales holds the keys to her successful marriage to devoted hubby Carlos Death. Um, and the thing that I love about this platform is everything is so artfully produced, you yes. know, like especially in the uh, post-production in the edit, you know. If you're like, about to talk about the opening graphics. Yes. I am uh, ready for it. You I go and then them. I'll go. They're amazing. No, I just, I just loved them. Like they just do, they, they really go for it. And that's fun and colorful and mm-hmm. funky. And um, yeah, they had like an opening graphic sequence that I really was obsessed with. And they keep coming back. They're like title cards. Mm-hmm. Like they sort of like, le- like they introduce segments of the video, like discipline. Mm-hmm. And just to give a visual to our listeners, it's like Max Ernst meets Lisa Frank. Like it feels yeah. like these like collage, like diorama vibes, but like really yeah. bright colors. Poppy. Yeah. Really like pop, like poppy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. I, mm-hmm. I want to know who's I love responsible. Cause Carlos death is also a founder or like he does. It's him. It's, it's, him. it's yeah. Carlos death is Mondo Fetiche. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know. He's I didn't like want to did, minimize yeah. if there were like other people on the founding team, but he's, yeah. He's, and I think he edits everything, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and we get, like, a lovely little voice, voiceover from Mona Wales, who's mm-hmm. an amazing dom. Um, and she's basically like, you know, I make all the decisions, and he obeys. And then they're, like, in the shower, and she starts, like, working in a butt plug. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's wearing, he's obviously already in a chastity cage, and he's wearing a collar. And um, I loved to see it, like, being worked in. Like, there's lube, and, like, he's she's mm-hmm. she's really, like spending her time like working this into his butthole um and we get some great lines from her where she's like i keep him locked and plugged to make sure he mm-hmm. remembers who the boss is and then Pleasure. we actually like watch her put yeah. the chastity on when she's talking about mm-hmm. like keeping him locked and plugged yeah yeah and then puts like lace panties on and then we get this funny moment, which I like couldn't help but giggle at, where she's like, I'm a talent agent and also a headhunter. I was like, how? <laughs> <laughs> how do you have the time? <laughs> I think she meant those like synonymously, like talent agent, not yeah. as an actor, but as in like, yeah. like C-suite talent for big yeah. companies. Like I'm a headhunter for executives or something. Yeah. But yeah. I kind of love that. She's like, I am generic boss woman. And yes. Yes. I only take woman clients. And it's especially rewarding when a woman gets a job over a yes. man. It's I know. I love spectacular. That. Yeah. Also, we should go back to this because it's important and relevant to like the whole topic of the episode. The chastity that she puts on him is pink plastic and looks yeah. like the locks on my fourth grade diary, which just like yeah. leans back into this like <laughs> overall like Lisa Frank aesthetic that I'm obsessed uh-huh. with. Um, yeah, and she's like chastity and chores won't alone won't do the trick. And then we get a discipline section where she's yes, um, you know, which is essential to a working marriage. She says and. Mm-hmm. She's a really good, she's very, she's obviously an experienced dom. I mean, we know that just because we know her as uh, at work as a performer, but she's a very good spanker. Yes. I got you know? really turned on at the spanking. It just like kept yes. going and it was like really rigorous and he was uh-huh. really responding. Also, by the way, yeah. like the smoothest, cutest little ass I ever did see. I know, he does. Like when she was working the plug in there, I was like, how do you keep your ass so smooth? Like, I know. let's give me this skincare routine, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so true. Yeah. And yeah, she um, just slaps the shit out of his ass. It's getting mm-hmm. like red. He's like moaning. And mm-hmm. she was like stopping. He's freaking to, like, out. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's like tracing her fingers along his ass and legs, but then like start slapping him again. And like, uh-huh. I don't know, just the way he was responding to it and the way she was doming was just like mm-hmm. very hot, very quickly for me. Right. Yeah. She's a great Tom. Um, and then we get the final section, which is leisure time. And she's like, sometimes drinking a beer gets me horny. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I like to relax by drinking beer and watching TV, but that usually ends up getting me horny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's in a boxers and a strap on and she's just so hot in this, the boxers and like the yeah. tidy whities and the, or boxer briefs and the strap on. Mm-hmm. And Carlos is like going down on her, like sucking the dildo. And I loved that she fucks him up against the mirror. Yes. Yeah, you we know? get a great view. It's like hot, like doggy So we sex. get both angles of like yes. behind them and also from the front. Yeah. Um, and also just like the the set is great. You know, like this mm-hmm. little house that they live in. Like really sweet cute. little bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And her dexterity is is yeah. great with the strap it's on. It's great. And, yeah. and she's like an, an also a testament to a great dom is she's never running out of things to say. Mm-hmm. There's also, and this is not really in the doggy style section it's a little bit more prior to that i think that like she's not necessarily like particularly petite but she's 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 smaller than him but the way that she like whole she like gets her arms all the way around him and is like restraining him at one point oh yeah she like uses her strength to like Mm -hmm. really manhandle him and like bend him over her knee like she even though she doesn't have physical dominance necessarily if they were in a fight yeah (laughs) who knows but like she's incredibly powerful for her Mm -hmm. like smaller frame if that makes sense and just the way she kind of like handles him is so commanding and like striking to me yeah yeah agreed yeah and then you know because he's in chastity like we we pull out and there's you know he doesn't get to come yeah and that's it (laughs) This video it's feels just for her pleasure. Yeah. Uh-huh. This feels this video feels like an answer to like some of the shit we're seeing in the conservative movement right now that's like <laughs> bring back masculinity. Like <laughs> men are simps and like they're all emasculated. Oh and it feels God. like this video is like fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's this is what this is 2021. Yeah. Babe. This is it. I just I love the attitude. I yeah. love the aesthetic. I love the like tongue-in-cheek and very self-aware like mm-hmm. i like to drink a beer and that makes me horny like just i know leaning into these like subverted tropes i i yeah. loved it i thought it was I great it too and you know sometimes too. mondo fetiche is like more aesthetic forward and less like sometimes we watch stuff that are like brilliant videos that i wouldn't jill off to because i'm like yeah i you know it's more about the aesthetic yeah. and the art for like for me and they yes. do yeah mondo fetiche does brand themselves as art core which i love yeah mm-hmm. and so i can fully appreciate that but this one in particular I was like this is fucking hot and i would no, actually it's super hot jill off to this yeah. yeah yeah it's it was a great bed i loved it yeah nailed it yeah i i actually like was surprised at how interested i was in like chastity cage stuff oh i could have told you <laughs> <laughs> We were prepping for this episode. I was like, Rachel's going to find out she loves this. And she's going to be like surprised. And yeah. I'm going to be not surprised. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was hot. It was definitely hot. You know? Yeah. And there was also the, like one last thing you'll say about this video. There was one particular moment where Mona's like twisting his dick up before she like locks it up. Yeah. There's something so satisfying about that. Like, I feel like 
in my encounters with dicks, I'm not allowed to play with them. And there was oh, just yeah. something, you know what I mean? Like she gets to play with that. People can be so like yeah. touchy about like my dick is serious. Right. Uh, and so other people will be like, let's make a sailboat. And I think that's right. more fun. But I like that of course. in a porn, instead of constantly like worshiping the perfect erect phallus, yeah. we like twisted the fucking thing and like shoved it in a cage. And I was like, yeah. that's so like, that's so yeah. different than like yes. what my eye is trained to see mm-hmm. in this space. So yeah, I just yeah, want to shout that out as well. Great bed. Great fucking bed. Well, y'all, thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. Uh, you can find us on our Instagram at Girls on Kern. Um, you can find us on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, on our website at girlsonporn.com. And you can also get tickets to the live show there. Come to the live show. It's going to be so fun. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you want to leave a little five-star review on Apple Podcasts, feel free to drop your Instagram handle because we would love to tag you and thank you. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.